Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast. We're here to build healthy, happy, and holy family relationships. I'm Jess, a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I believe God creates us for relationships, relationship with Him and with each other. So if you want to build a strong marriage, connect with your kids, find peace and purpose at the end of those crazy days, and keep Jesus at the center of it all, you're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. Welcome, 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 welcome. You are here for the Friday Faith Follow-Up. This week we've been talking about grace, and specifically defining grace, living by God's grace, as the secret formula that helps us raise our family and enjoy our family, no matter how crazy it is, no matter how much we feel like we're falling short, no matter how stressed out we might get, we can enjoy all of it and we can do it well if we are living by God's grace. And so today I want us to look a little more deeply at our identity in Christ because we have that identity by his grace And the more that we understand that identity, we lean into that identity, we live from that identity, the better we are going to be able to love our people, love our husband, love our kids, love our friends, feel peace and security at the end of the day. Our identity in Christ defines us, or I should say our identity in Christ should define us. And if we're struggling with what that is, we're struggling with some basic questions about who we are, do we really matter, why are we here, then we're going to struggle to love our people. So I'm specifically going to look at three truths about our identity in Christ. There are more, (laughs) there are more. Um, And if you are curious for more, or you want to go deeper into these three that we're going to highlight today, let me encourage you to check out the Finding Your Identity in Christ devotional workbook. We offer this through Love Your People Well. I will have a link in the podcast description, and you can always find it on the website, loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash devotionals. You'll find actually several devotionals there. This is one of them. (laughs) But these three truths are coming from that workbook. Um, But let's just acknowledge there are more things that are true about your identity in Christ, And um, the workbook helps you go into actual Bible passages, reflecting on them, understanding them, so that you can feel more secure in your identity in Christ. But I specifically want to talk about three of them because they, they line up so well with what we talked about in episode 85 this week about living in and by God's grace. So the first truth that we need to be grounded in about who we are in Christ is that we have been redeemed and forgiven of all of our sins. Let's put that in capital letters, capital A, capital L, capital L, (laughs) all of your sins, all of my sins. Now I shared in the main episode this week about some recent, uh, very frustrating and difficult days for myself or like my attitude was just just ridiculously bad. And, you know, there's a variety of reasons for that. Blah, blah, blah. The point is that was a rough day (laughs) and I needed to stand firm on the truth that even though I felt like a total failure that day as a mom and a wife and and as a Christian, really, all of that, God already knew it was going to happen. He was there in the moment. He redeemed all of it. He forgave all of it. All of that sin was covered 
by Christ. And the same is true for you, my friend. If you have given your life to Christ, then every sin you've committed in the past, every sin you will commit in the future, every sin you don't even know about because it's hidden so deep in your heart or your mind, every mistake, every screw up, every sin has been forgiven by Christ and is being redeemed by God. He has that magical God way of making dead things come alive, of taking the darkness and bringing light, of intending evil for good. If we look at the story of Joseph, his brothers were trying to kill him. They sold him into slavery. God allowed all of that and used all of that. And all along, he intended all of that evil, all of that sin to be used for good. And when we think about us as individuals and our family life, we can love our people well. We can care for our family well when we recognize that we've already been forgiven. Not only have we been forgiven, we needed to be forgiven. And then the Lord did indeed forgive us. So rest in that truth of your identity in Christ. You are a woman who has been redeemed and forgiven of all of your sins in Christ. Number two, the reality of your identity in Christ is that you are secure in Christ and can never be separated from God's love. I don't care what you do. I don't care how far you fall. I don't care, you know, when I think about that day that I had where it was just like, I cannot get, I can't get this together. (laughs) Like I have to get it together, but I'm not getting it together. None of that separated me from God's love. No matter what you do, no matter where you fall short, you are secure in Christ and can never be separated from God's love. Now, do we want to screw up? Of course not. Do we want to fall short? Of course not. But the reality is we will screw up. We will fall short. We will see that impact on our family, on our loved ones, on the people who are most important to us. But we will not ever see that change who we are in Christ and how we are loved by God. And the more that we can press into that, lean into that, believe that, be confident of that part of our identity, the more we can approach our family, our loved ones, with that same security. Because we're not looking to our kids to provide our security. We're not looking to our husband to give us all the love that we will ever receive. We can approach our family already secure in Christ, already connected and grounded in God's love, and we can show them the same love, the same security, the same grace that he has in the past and is currently showing us in our own life. It is a lot easier to respond to your kids when they are messing up, (laughs) respond to your husband when he's letting you down, if you remember that you are securing Christ and nothing can separate you from God's love. And then finally, the third truth of your identity in Christ. Again, these are not all the things that are true. (laughs) This is not an exhaustive list. Even in the devotional workbook, we go through eight truths about our identity in Christ. And I'm sure there are more beyond that. (laughs) We can never quite reach the full depth of 
who we are in Christ. So I'm just highlighting three today, um, specifically because they help me and hopefully all of us (laughs) better connect with and love our people, our family, our friends. But the third truth I want to highlight today is that if you are a follower of Christ, you make a difference in the world. You might not feel like you make a difference in the world. You might not look around and see everything changing in the news and in the media because of you and what you're doing. But God has a plan for you. God has a purpose for you. And you are making a difference. If we specifically think about this in our role as mothers, even if that's the only thing you ever do in your life that quote, let's see air quotes here, has meaning or makes a difference. (laughs) I don't think that is at all true. But sometimes we can feel that way. Like the only person I'm influencing is my three-year-old. And what kind of difference is that going to make? My friend, that is going to make all the difference. Because God created your three-year-old. He loves your three-year-old. He has a plan for your three-year-old. Not only are you changing the world, but your three-year-old will change the world. (laughs) Every single person who is made in God's image redeemed by the blood of Christ, who is being filled with the Holy Spirit and led by God and used by God, is making a difference in the world. So whenever you're feeling insignificant, whenever you're feeling like you're falling short, you're just not doing enough, you're, you know, all sorts of thoughts can pop in our heads. Some of these are probably familiar for you, and there are probably others. Those moments where you struggle, remind yourself That because you follow Christ, because your identity is in him, you are making a difference in this world. Not through your own strength, not through your own creativity, not through your own works, but through Jesus Christ. So these three truths, my friends, the reality that as a Christian, you have been redeemed and forgiven, that as a Christian, you are secure and can never be separated from God's love. As a Christian, you are, simply by your existence and those silly little things you do every day, cleaning up the Cheerios and (laughs) wiping your kid's nose and whatever it is, you are making a difference in this world. As we rest in those truths, as we are confident in those truths, as we let those pieces of our identity actually define us, that changes how we relate with other people, how we love other people. It changes how we forgive other people. It changes how we think about other people, talk about and talk to other people. It changes what we expect of other people. If you want to love your husband, if you want to love your kids, if you want to have deep friendships, if you want to make a difference in your community, you need to stand firm on the identity that Christ has given you. And part of that identity is complete redemption and forgiveness, complete security, complete love, and complete purpose. So I will point you again to the Finding Your Identity in Christ devotional workbook from Love Your People Well. If you want to go deeper into this or look at some additional truths about your identity in Christ, that might be a great um, summer (laughs) devotional to walk through. But what it really comes down to, my friends, is not just taking my word for it, not just thinking, oh, Jessica is wise and she understands these things. I only know these things are true because I've read the Bible and I believe the God who has told me these things are true. So if you're struggling with your identity or you're feeling like, man, I really wish my relationships were better, 
open your Bible, talk to God, ask him for what you need, ask him to show himself to you, ask him to deepen your confidence in your identity in Christ. He will respond. He will hear you and he will delight to draw you closer to himself. So let me, friends, close us out with a word of prayer. Holy Father, we we praise you that you have created us and you have redeemed us. You have forgiven us. Help us, Lord, to rest in our identity in Christ, to understand who he is and what he's done and who we are and who you have made us to be. I pray that as we rest in you and understand our identity in Christ, that you will help us then to live in relationship with the people around us in a more Christ-centered way, that you will help us love the people around us with humility and with joy and with forgiveness and with peace and with, with the security that we have in Christ and not necessarily the security that we have in these people, in these relationships. Lord, I pray for our families that our husbands will know their identity in Christ, that our children will follow you and claim their identity in Christ. And Lord, we trust that you are good through all things, that you are faithful in all things. I pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right, friends, Uh, I've mentioned a few resources. We are heading into July. Oh my gosh, it's July. (laughs) How did that happen? Oh, okay. Well, for the rest of the month of July, just as a little heads up, we are going to dive into the Psalms. We are going to do a summertime in the Psalms little mini series every week through July to look at four specific Psalms and how do they help us understand family life, help us do well with family life? How do they help us love our people well? So I'm really excited about this series. Make sure that you have subscribed to the Love Your People Well podcast so that all summer long, they will pop right up there in your library, whatever app you're using. And if you haven't done it yet, let me ask you to make, uh, take like 90 seconds of your life and leave a written review for the podcast. This is the number one way that you can encourage me, the number one way that you can tell me what you like or don't like, or, you know, hey, please talk about this, you know, give me some feedback. And it is the number one way that we can help this show grow and meet more and more women, help more and more moms and wives connect with this podcast and this community and and love their people well. So if you haven't done it yet, um, please hop into Apple Podcast or Spotify or wherever you are And uh, if you scroll about halfway down the show page, you'll see that little button that says write a review so you can leave it five stars, add a little note. That would be an amazing way (laughs) to use 90 seconds of your time to leave that written review. So next week, we'll be back diving into the Psalms. And until then, my friends, hugs and blessings to you. I'll talk to you soon.